0: Thanks for the shout-out, T-Row. I don't know if he's serious or joking. (laughs) I
1: think he was kind of joking there. Uh, We really have toned down on the voices over the past uh, nine months or so. I don't know if Lawn needs to be more of a regular on the show or what needs to happen, but Uh, we need to get it cranked back up.
0: There's a Hmm. steady rotation of Lawn... Jerry Jones, Mike and Gundy. Mike Gundy. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty we, much the three. Really, that is. Do you need anyone else outside uh, that three? Not really. Kind of good. Not really. I think the it's been a slow news cycle uh, for that group. Uh, maybe not Jerry Jones. I've seen that he's been in well.
1: The <laughs> I paid her off two million to, to not call me daddy. <laughs> she wanted to call me daddy. I didn't let her.
0: Oh man, mm-hmm. that's great. Well, there's a chance you could uh unveil your Tiger Woods later this week. <laughs> uh
1: I don't do you do the Tiger Woods one? We, I think we both kind of chip in on that yeah, one. No pun intended it's, for that
0: one. It's not very good, but you can tell who really, it is. Really?
1: Is that how you're going to operate No, this I'm week? saying both of them. Shameless us. plug already. Oh, it's Masters week. Teddy's got to mention it 2 minutes into the oh, show give on me Monday. A
0: Unbelievable. Break. Oh, God. Well, I heard the update. How about Maniac made his way to the the uh, championship game? Can you believe
1: it? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy for him, even if uh, some of the text line is not. And dude, which is unbelievable. Did he not have an incredible up and down final five minutes of the game on Saturday? Uh, he goes up there and misses two free throws nice. at one point. It's like, come on, Brady, but then he hits a dagger of a three just a few possessions later. You know, it just but Crazy. he he was he was good, man. He he was good enough.
0: Are you do you like that this game starts so late or is that past your bedtime these it's days? It's past my
1: bedtime now. 3 years ago I, I'm just getting started on a Monday night. Now it's like Dang! I hope the TV timeouts are, you know, pretty slim.
0: You were I hoping might not make it. You were hoping for an early tip, and that way you guys could maybe get an episode of 1883 in, right? Dude,
1: we watched 1883 two months ago. What are you talking <laughs> about? We actually watch shows, unlike you. You're always behind.
0: <laughs> I am behind. Uh, mm-hmm. We, my wife and I, started 1883 on mm-hmm. Friday night. Uh, we made it about ten minutes. Not even that. Maybe maybe five minutes, and there was... It was hard for me to convince her of a Western anyways, and I I almost convinced her that it was going to be a good like it just takes place there's going to be a good storyline and then there's about 15 people killed in the first uh isn't
1: it like so <laughs> depressing watching it yeah oh my god did, did you get to the po- well i don't want to ruin it for you how right. many episodes are you in there, there's some uh, uh, pretty brutal deaths that that happen on that
0: show we are as a family about 5% into one episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we switched it and watched the Faith both. Hill traveling the Oregon Trail just didn't do it for her, did it? Well, we didn't get that far. Um,
1: well, Faith Hill is uh, Tim McGraw's wife. Have they not shown her yet? I know who she is. I'm telling you, we didn't get that far. She hasn't even be, been shown yet? No. God, you guys, your attention span is... Your Don't son, blame me. I think your son... How old's your son now? Six, He's seven? seven. He has the, God, the longest attention no, span in the house.
0: It's not about attention span. It's that I, it took a lot of convincing to get my wife to watch it. And after the, the opening scene murders, horrific murders, and then the deaths by some horrible disease and then the burning of the house and then about 10 more deaths in a uh, stagecoach robbery, it was, and by the way, this all happened in the first three to oh, yeah. four minutes yeah. of the show. It was like, okay, yeah, no more convincing. What
1: does it say about me that after that part, I was like, "Oh, this show's gonna be awesome."
0: I was <laughs> probably shouldn't admit that. That's what I was thinking too, and it's probably gonna have to be one of those I watch on my own if I ever get back to it.
1: Um, but I tried. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, so I asked a question in like the final two minutes of locked in. Like what you call the stadium yeah nice, nice job having your volume Sorry. up there what do you what do you call the the football stadium? do you call it Owen Field do you call it Oklahoma Memorial State Gaylord family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium I feel like you just call it the stadium I do. like I
0: do yeah <laughs> I, that's funny that you mentioned that it's it depends what the the context of the conversation is, but I would say 90 percent of the time. I call it the stadium. The stadium, yeah, right?
1: Uh, text line says, Owen Field is the field. Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium or Memorial Stadium is short for the stadium. However, I really like the Palace on the Prairie or the Palace for short as coined by Tiro. I feel like OU has kind of gone along with that as well. Like Even Brent Venables calls it the Palace. Right. So we don't really call... The actual stadium field, whatever, by its officials. We call it by a nickname that happened like six years
0: ago. (laughs) Nice Mm -hmm. job, Toby. Hey, Gaylord family, sorry you donated $150 million (laughs) for the renovation and building of the stadium. We're just going to call it what Toby calls it, the
1: palace. Gaylord family at the palace on the prairie. That's what they'll start calling it now. <laughs> Barry Switzer Field. None of us would be here if it weren't for Switzer and his success. That's all right. right. I'm with you, Tyler. The stadium. That's from Dodger Blaine. If I'm talking to other OU fans, I call it the palace. Into non-OU fans, I call it OU's football stadium, LOL.
0: I, I, I just call it the stadium. We're in the stadium. I'm going to the stadium. Yeah, that's what I say. The, the Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. It's just way too it's much, It's a lot. Man. It's really – could we abbreviate that? Uh, I've also
1: referred to it as the football stadium, but most commonly it's Owen Field to me.
0: See, I think that would be – my default is the stadium – I, if I had to in a pinch for fear of messing it up, I'd probably just default to Owen, Owen Field. Owen Field,
1: yeah. I mean, that, that's it's been around forever. It's classic, it's short, it works, it's not a mouthful. I, I'm scared I'm going to mess up Gaylord Family. Like, I get nervous every time I even start to say it.
0: Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> I was writing down the initials to see if we could uh, just initialize it, and it does not start it's like- off
1: g-e-m-f-o-s is that what it is
0: g-f-o-n-s oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. i'll mess that one up too
0: whenever you start off with gfo i think you you you're in dangerous territory so well thank
1: god for toby that he coined palace on the prairie that's really even just the palace that works
0: right it does again though (laughs) uh we appreciate your 150 million dollar gift but we're just going to call it the palace i
1: mean seriously can they get a refund on that deal
0: uh Gaylord Family Palace on the Prairie. That's easier. We we just go to that. But uh, what? Memorial Stadium, there was a period where pretty much every single stadium was Memorial Stadium, right?
1: Nebraska's is uh, Memorial Stadium. Um Texas is DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. Yeah.
0: Was Auburn's
1: Auburn's been Jordan Hare Stadium okay. for I think forever.
0: I don't know why I thought or we were-
1: there's a lot of you know, memorial stadiums, war memorial stadiums. That's the uh, stadium in uh, uh, Wyoming, the the crap stadium that Arkansas plays in once a year in Little Rock. That's War Memorial Stadium. So you're kind of a. Do they still do
0: that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Whenever we go to, that, that's just going to be the uh, you know I I don't even know what you would call it the the. Well, I'm trying to keep it radio friendly, and I can't think of anything. It would just be like Arkansas, and whenever we play them, we have to play. Oh in God, Rock. no,
1: no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying, I, dude? That cannot having to play oh, in Little Rock every single year. Like Fayetteville's at least a cool town. Dixon Street's awesome. Um, there's some good scenery up there. I want no part of Little Rock, Arkansas, in late November. Is there Please. a rhyme or
0: reason to Please. when they pick that stadium? Is it like is there a certain team they play there? Or uh, well, they
1: used to play LSU every single year
0: there. Whenever they when they well, the yeah host. when
1: they were the home team, and it was to a point where I think in. I think they were doing, like, a non-conference game every single year, which they seemingly always lost here in the past ten years, which is funny. And then they would do, like, Mississippi State or LSU. But it seems like LSU kind of going back is the the team that they would always play there. Yeah. It's a little fifty thousand seat stadium and we always complain oh. about the cotton bowl. Well hell, they only play one game a year here. How can we expect all the toilets to work? <laughs> but they won't even get like the scoreboard to work when Arkansas oh. plays a game out there.
0: That's it, just the terrible. cotton bowl's
1: bad. Apparently this place is worse.
0: I guess it doesn't have it Oh, wait. Is that what that is? Um, no, they t- they played A and M at a neutral site. That's not. Yeah,
1: they play in Arlington every single year. Okay. So I don't know if they're trying to phase out the whole Little Rock deal, but dude, I did not think about that. God, please do not make that a Little Rock game. Oh, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, it's not. You can't differentiate. Like I can't go at least on the ESPN uh, schedule. I can't tell if they who they played it with last year. Maybe it was Pine Bluff um for their fourth non-conference game but yeah that would be a disaster which I was complaining earlier I don't remember what the conversation was with Drake but I just know I just know that the SEC is going to do this pods thing and they're going to put all of the old big 12 teams together in a pod I just know they're going to do that and it's going to make me so mad.
1: Yeah, I mean, just because Missouri, right? Missouri is the one that ruins the deal. Like, Texas, fine, whatever. A&M, okay. I mean, it's going to be really easy to hate A&M all over again. But I hate to give any credit to the University of Arkansas. I really do. It's not what I'm put here to do. But Playing Arkansas every single year sounds so much more fun than playing Missouri.
0: At least right now, why they've got a good thing going. I don't know what we we would have thought about that two or three years ago. But Mm -hmm. I just feel that. I guess the one thing that goes against that is that Texas and Texas A&M absolutely refuse to play each other, which is the most amazing thing ever. You have two football teams, two athletic departments that despise each other, two fan bases that despise each other, and guess what? They refuse to play one another. It is the most Texas thing of all time.
1: No, it's an NBA basketball fight. It is Both sides act really tough, but when it comes time to throw hands, they're waiting for people to separate them so they don't actually have to fight. That's what the A&M Texas rivalry, it's an NBA fight. It's it's what it so is.
0: Crazy. It's so crazy. That's like one of the... You know, top rivalries they claim, uh, in-state rivalries there is out there, and they won't play it. It is – it's just – it's so funny. So, Texas, you're right, NBA, let's hold each other back. Let's all talk mess, throw jabs at one another, 365, uh, settle it on the field. Nope, never again.
1: I think um, I'm looking back at Arkansas' seasons because they switched that LSU game to a home-and-home I think they play Missouri in Little Rock now, so we're going to kind of need that to continue to happen. Wow. We need Arkansas and Missouri to continue to be the Little Rock game.
0: How horrible. The last uh, game of the season instead – that does that make fans mad? I'm sure, yeah. Well, this on ESPN says it was played in Fayetteville, but that – they may just default 2019
1: that. was the first. Maybe they switched it back to Fayetteville for the past couple of years because of yeah. everything that's happened. I don't know. but
0: There's no telling. Uh, that they, ESPN may just default to say that everything is in, um, in, in Fayetteville. But, yeah, oh, that would make me so mad. Yeah, you're right. 2019, they, they played it there. So, I guess maybe ESPN is, is right. 33,000 people in attendance. Are you serious? Capacity Jeez. 54. They went ahead and punched in a full, a big old 33,000, which has to be more like 25. You know how that oh, goes. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 sure. I think that stadium only holds like 50,000. There's 33 at the game. It
0: 50, holds 54 and there's 33 at the game.
1: What a great atmosphere in late November. I'm sure it was a beautiful day in Little Rock, though.
0: How do we make a bad day worse? Well, <laughs> we go play this game in Little Rock. Oh, that's horrible. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. I see the text line firing up. Keep them coming. 651 I see one on there that says, wrong again, Teddy. That's perfect. Keep those type of texts <laughs> flowing in. We'll be back.
1: On a Monday, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, keep the text coming on the Air Conference Solutions text line 651 3439. This hour is brought to you by the Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers. Yeah, you're right, man. A lot to get to. Let's do that now. Uh, Someone's asking or saying that the Jimbo Fisher impression should also be a regular. (laughs) Do we do Jimbo that Uh... much? All uh, I really did is, well, hell, I'd be the stupidest son of a gun ever to recruit to A&M and then go to LSU or whatever he said last year.
0: It's just a – it's really the same impression or same voice as Dabo Sweeney except it's a little lower. Dabo's more higher pitch yeah, and a little faster. The same pace though. Yeah.
1: You're right. Words per minute. I think yeah. they're identical.
0: And there's some laughs in there with uh, Dabo.
1: It's interesting that they agree to play Texas in baseball – a sport Texas is rarely not in the top 25, but refuse to play them in football.
0: Yeah, which, by the way, the text ahead of that says, Wrong again, Teddy. Texas has tried to play AM several times. They refuse. Get your info correct, Teddy. What's well, a
1: Texas fan for you? Now, here's
0: the thing get your info correct. Did I ever say that Texas didn't uh, want to play AM or AM didn't want to play Texas? No. What I said is, you got two rivals. That refuse to play one another. It's the most Texas thing of all time, as in the state of Texas. Talk big. Do jack squat. Okay? So.
1: Uh, You guys got him fired up already. Thank you. Not
0: wrong again. I'm wrong on all kinds of stuff consistently. Throughout the show. That, I was not wrong on.
1: Let's make this a Monday tradition, guys, can we? Just fire up Teddy every single Monday. We won't dread that. I won't have the Sunday scaries if I know this will happen every single (laughs) Monday. I promise you.
0: Yeah, Hide your your, uh, area code if you're going to text in Texas love and crap like that. Uh, Would be like OU playing two
1: games a year at the University of Tulsa. Yeah. Yes. But is that the same – I feel like – what's here to t u you think 2 out 2 hours is that a yeah. good number fayetteville to little rock you think that's more than 2 hours
0: um probably or no i i think it's less than that but you think fayetteville to little rock is less than 2 hours yeah am i wrong i don't know i don't know little rock's right in the middle right and fayetteville's The the northwest corner, I bet it's it's probably a little shorter. I bet it's probably an hour and a half. But Uh, comparable, I I can see where they're going. Arkansas currently has a contract to play Missouri and Little Rock
1: every other year in an on-conference game in other years. It's a big contentious deal between the Little Rock boosters and the Fayetteville boosters. They have two factions that fight, and they will never be able to get rid of the Little Rock game. Yep. Yep.
0: What a disaster. I don't. I don't know why anyone in Little Rock would want to play a game in Little I'd Rock. I'd be
1: trying to get out of there as often as possible. Like That's any what excuse. I'm saying.
0: Let's take a trip up to Fayetteville again this week. Two hours
1: and forty-five minutes apart. See, I thought. Oh yeah, Little you're right. Have you uh, ever driven west, like coming back to Oklahoma, and you have to go through the entire state of Arkansas? Arkansas is not yeah. a huge state. And maybe it's just me, but driving from like Memphis to, I, I whatever the first town in Oklahoma would be when you, you you first get back in Roland. It seems like forever driving through Arkansas. Oh my
0: God! Is Roland the first one on I? I know that's
1: right on the border. I'll I'll let you have it. Yeah. Hey, if you're wrong, I assure you the text line will immediately <laughs> wrong again, you. Teddy. It's like walking around four hours a day. With a, a corrector, like someone
0: that is just with waiting for
1: you to say something stupid so they can correct you. Oh,
0: man, that's great. That's great. Uh, yeah, that stinks, though, that they've got to, they're beholden to play a game in, in Little Rock, especially whenever, God, think about, think about the revenue they lose,
1: from oh, not playing yeah. a game in Fayetteville. And that they,
0: that and, place holds about 70, does and, and
1: they just did – no, it holds more than that, probably – well, maybe about 70. They just did a pretty major end zone renovation recently. So, I mean, you pour all this money into your football facility, and, you know, there were times where they're playing, what, five games a year in, in Fayetteville. Right. That's kind of a kick to the pants, isn't
0: it? It's It's horrible. And and then
1: they were playing LSU there every single year, and a lot of times your marquee home game, and you get to play it like away, almost three hours away. You got to take a three-hour bus ride
0: to a home game. And
1: Little Rock's a little (laughs) bit closer to Louisiana than Fayetteville is. Like You invite LSU fans to invade Little Rock. Yeah. Your home field advantage that you lose at that point is uh, pretty significant. I'd like
0: to know what the what the breakdown ends up being for that game, LSU to Arkansas fans. That's crazy. Wow. I can't believe they, they just keep that rolling like that. That's nuts.
1: Uh, did you hear OU's going to the Sugar Bowl this year to play Texas A&M? Uh, did
0: you hear about
1: that? I did not. Yeah. Uh, 24-7 sports doing their – Spring bowl projections. Yeah. And it's got OU playing A and M in the Sugar Bowl. Now, sight unseen, deal or no deal style. Would you take it or leave it? The deals on the table right now. Big twelve championship. You miss out on the playoff, but by God, you get to play A and M in the Sugar Bowl.
0: Deal well, or no deal. I'd rather not go get embarrassed in a playoff <laughs> game.
1: <laughs>
0: no, uh, I would no, I would not take that deal.
1: I wouldn't take that deal either. Um it has well,
0: nothing to do with A&M. Mostly
1: because this program does not need to have the mentality that a New Year's Six Bowl game is good enough. But, man, getting to play A&M again, I I want that. I want A&M. Yeah. I want them bad.
0: I agree with that. Um, I'm just – I can't wait. I bet they have – I bet they have USC playing in a New Year's Six. Oh,
1: no, USC's in the Rose Bowl playing against Michigan. (laughs) Oh, yeah, how'd you guess?
0: How'd you guess? (laughs) Oh, my God, man. Which, uh, uh, here's the thing. I actually like that everyone's picking them to do all this because it's going to be so funny whenever they're 7-5. and Uh,
1: OSU's in the Cheez-It Bowl against North Carolina State's. Okay. Uh Texas is in the Texas Bowl against Kentucky.
0: Bro, th- that is a game they do not want to play. Oh, Kentucky will bring the hat. Dude. Yes, they will. And Texas
1: will bow down real quick at that. <laughs> and yeah, OU and A&M in the uh in the Sugar Bowl. I
0: hey, I w- I don't mind mm. a OU A&M matchup. I I would be fine mm. with that. I'd like to see A&M uh mm. here I'd like to play him this year. But I would prefer to make a college football playoff. So, the deal you offered me, I would say no deal.
1: Yeah, so nothing will ever match LSU fans on Bourbon Street. Nothing will ever remotely come close to that. No situation whatsoever. But A&M fans would be pretty obnoxious and annoying on Bourbon Street that week. Would they? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, probably so. You'd oh, probably yeah. get a, a big chunk mm-hmm. of them there. Uh Yeah.
1: I There'd be a lot of a and M's fans there. And they would all, they, yeah, they would all be annoying.
0: I'm surprised, now that you said they're in the Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl is not a semifinal, right? No. Correct. So. Well, that's a, what a disappointment there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a disappointing year for USC. I mean, everyone uh, tabbing them to make the national championship game this year.
0: They've got Alabama uh, Notre Dame playing in the Peach Bowl playoff semifinal, and Georgia – Ohio Mm, State mm. playing in the Fiesta Bowl playoff semifinal. I don't Mm. think Georgia goes back to the playoff, and I really don't think Notre Dame makes it back to the playoff. Well, there's two gaping spots that are open. Yeah?
1: You think Clemson's going to be there, and you think Oklahoma's going to be there
0: too. I think we got a really good shot. One loss conference championship most likely will get us into a playoff.
1: There's really not a reason as to why Clemson shouldn't make the playoff. And some might say, well, did you watch their offensive line last year? They weren't very good. True, but they've had some bad schedules in the past. And I know South Carolina's going to be better, but they're not going to be that much better. Clemson's got a bad schedule this they year. they
0: got Notre, Dame and, Notre Dame's their toughest Outside in South that, Carolina. And I know, like, if you look at it right now, or whenever the season starts, it's, it's going to have some games on there that look tough. But by the time they play them, like, for example, Wake Forest, they're, they're going to be ranked, what some people have them like 15 or so in the way too early. Maybe they aren't quite that high uh, right before the season. But Wake Forest and NC State – are going to be top 25 teams, and they play those two teams back-to-back fairly early in the season. Those are going to look like on the schedule really tough whenever the schedule opens up, but I would say that even by the time they play that, those teams may have dropped back in the in the rankings.
1: Great point, Text Line. Be careful getting stuck with A&M in a bowl game. They ducked it last year because they were afraid of getting beat. I, I mean COVID. Yeah, what was that? What game was it? Yeah, they were supposed to play Wake Forest last year. Yeah. <laughs> was I forget which bowl game that was is out out east somewhere. But I don't this would be AM Super Bowl. They wouldn't duck this one. Um if they had an opportunity to play in the Sugar Bowl against OU, oh god, it'd be the biggest game at A and M in ten years.
0: Uh be the biggest game since they beat us in the Cotton Bowl, maybe. Yeah, that's why I said
1: ten years. Oh
0: dang. Yeah. That game was uh I think it was brutal. Wake Forest, huh? <laughs> With The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl—that's that who it. they ended up playing. They played Rutgers, and that was that originally supposed to be. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. A&M. Rutgers
1: took a an A and M spot. Wow. A and M fans are obnoxious and annoying all year, even without alcohol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good stuff.
1: I like you, Teddy. Uh, you are a homer. But nothing is the degree <laughs> of homerism that Tyler is afflicted
0: with. Ooh, hello That's a hook that? of horn
1: uh, emoji.
0: Wow, mm. nice. Uh, we're both affected. What of it? No big deal. How's
1: Big Ernie today? I was hoping that you guys would forget about that story Friday. Uh, obviously, you haven't. I'm doing well.
0: Uh, I forgot about, what is it? What was the big, oh, yeah, you got compared to Ernie from the, uh, what was the show? The George Lopez show. George Lopez show. It's been all
1: weekend long looking at skinny Ernie and fat Ernie, and I just don't <laughs> see it.
0: Oh, oh, Teddy is correct. Roland. How wow, about that? look huh? at you. And that's as good as gospel right there. If it comes from our text line, it has to be correct.
1: Roland has a great strip bar. Nice, guys. <laughs> great. Uh.
0: That must be because they're, I don't know, maybe illegal in Arkansas. I don't know how, what, that's, we played Roland in junior high football. Did you win? Yeah, we did. What what relative's wedding did you miss for that game? Not funny. (laughs) That is not
1: funny. (laughs) Is that still a sensitive topic around the family? No. Even these, to these, to this day?
0: No, it's not. It is not sensitive at all. I think most of the people in the family are saying, who schedules a wedding during the fall anyway? Uh, hey, text
1: line <laughs> agreed with you when uh, we initially brought that up.
0: That All one, right, yeah. quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. Keep the text line hot, 651-3439.
1: Up today, as always, on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. As we always say, we consider the text line as a third co-host, sometimes a mean and snobby co-host, Teddy, but a huh. third co-host, nonetheless. So we appreciate the interaction as always. I had a random thought today, uh, talking with Parker about what position groups you know we feel good about, have a concern with, whatever. You you keep telling me that this offense is going to be able to go really fast really fast. Well, to go really fast, you're going to have to have offensive linemen in shape to be able to go very up-tempo when you need to. Mm -hmm. But going up-tempo like that, is that in a way going to aid this offensive line in games? Sure. Seeing as you can't you can't sub when you're going up-tempo like that. Right. Um, maybe a defensive line doesn't see that on a week-in, week-out basis. Maybe they're on their heels. They, you know, got their hands on their hips a little bit, breathing heavy. I, I would think that that's got to help the O-line when they when they want to go fast.
0: I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think it helps really everyone on the offensive side whenever you, you're you able to go really fast. Yeah. Um, the the play calls are usually really simple, really quick. Now, I know that's just generally speaking. I know that Levy probably wants to have um like a very expanded up tempo play sheet, not just a like um like a end of end of half or end of game type of uh like like two-minute drill type of up-tempo. I'm sure he wants to be able to go fast with anything that he's got. So, yeah, it definitely helps. And when you practice it, uh, there's no way to really recreate it in practice. People try all the time to recreate, like with a scout team offense, recreate going fast, but there's no way you can recreate it like you're going to see it from a, an offense that does it really, really well. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I'd say it's going to help the offensive line a lot.
1: That was always a talking point. Twenty ten when OU was going pretty fast. I remember the Florida State game where you know Florida State. I don't feel like their offense was going up tempo at the time with Christian Ponder, and so it was. You can try to recreate it and practice all you want, but remember that Florida State game. OU goes up tempo in the heat that day, and the Knowles. I mean, they weren't a great football team. But they had no answer that day defensively yeah. for that up-tempo offense. It's it's tough if you don't get a regular feel for it.
0: Yeah, and it's it's hard on not just the players, but it's hard on the coaches because you think that you've got things figured out on getting your call in and getting lined up and everything. But like I said, a scout team can never recreate the tempo of a good offense that that does not and does it efficiently and does it fast. And – you know, defensive coaches are out there trying to figure out personnel, trying to get the call in, trying to figure out like what formation or what they're expecting, what's down in distance. and If you're trying to piece all of that together, you're going to be way late getting a call out there, getting it communicated, and they're just going to light you up. They're going to run it right down your throat. You'll never be able to be down and ready and prepared to play a good snap of football. Parker and I did this last hour. I'll, I'll get
1: your take on it. One position that... After going to a practice, hearing some things, all that, one position that you're not concerned about whatsoever, and then another position that you're not like freaking out about, but you're like, "Eh, okay, I'll be interested to see how this plays out
0: as you're smirking here. I'm (laughs) just, you got to turn the text line off if you're not going to it because I get caught reading them. And I oh, love- from 0364 of what they called me or you or both of us? <laughs> Wrong again, pretty boy and Ernie. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that was good, too. <laughs> that, is, that is so good. Oh, man. I'm sorry. So, you were saying about yeah, your Yeah, I, I literally had
1: to turn this off or you're, you just so you just get so distracted, You have to turn man. it off.
0: You have to turn it off.
1: Uh, want, like uh, Seeing a practice, hearing everything that's gone on so far, Position group that you're not worried about whatsoever. One position group that you're still kind of either concerned with, or it's going to be interesting to see how this works out.
0: Uh, defensive line. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily concerned, but I'm I'm anxious to see how it all works out. Like if you asked me who the starters were going to be across the board, I'm not sure I know right now. Um, so that's, that's one that I'm, I'm going to be tuned in and, and see how it develops. Wide receiver, not worried. Running back, not worried. Tight end, not worried. Offensive line, uh, concerned because we need to really, really bring the level of play up there. But um, I feel really good that they're going to find a really good group of guys and, and be back to uh, having that as a position of strength quarterback uh not worried about the starter at all nope. when it comes to backup quarterback concerned um and i i think you have to be concerned about the secondary just because of uh, that's really been the achilles heel for oklahoma defenses for i don't know as long as you want to go back so they got new coaches there safety and corner seeing who emerges at all of those positions. I mean, safety, I don't know who it's going to be. I really don't. Um, Corner, we probably have a pretty good guess as to who who the starters are going to be, but can they be consistent? Who's going to be the nickel? Don't know who the starting nickel is going to be. So I'd say, just to generalize it, I'd say secondary, defensive line, and then probably offensive line in that order.
1: There's a defensive-minded head coach in town, but with the roster that he took over, at least the way things sit right now, nothing's really changed in terms of what we feel good about and what our concerns might be. There's concerns across the defense. Not that I don't think that they're going to rank like 85th in total defense this year or anything, but you're you're concerned a little bit about some spots. But offensively, man, I – you feel good about everywhere except offensive line at this point. And if the O-line comes together, this will be one of the better offenses in in the game this year.
0: Yeah, I guess you could make a case that I'm uh, too optimistic on running back and maybe too optimistic on You're too. O- you're too
1: optimistic on running back? Why are you I'm too saying, optimistic? I'm
0: saying somebody could make that case – because I
1: feel really good about those two spots.
0: Well, I do too, but if someone said, if someone gave pushback on that, I would understand considering that, you know, I, I, I've i heard and I think that Eric Gray's going to have a much better season this year. But he did not have a good year last year. No, he didn't. It was not good. And it's it's kind of hard to to just totally ignore what happened for an entire season and I know it's going to be a different offense and hopefully it takes a better advantage of his skill set and I know that he ended the season well but you know there's there's not a whole lot there that that makes you feel just you know unbelievable about Eric Gray Marcus Major you know he's a guy that's he's big, he's strong, he's physical but he was ineligible for half the season or a chunk of the season last year, and he had 15 carries on the year, right?
1: Yeah, but didn't you see the graphic that came out this weekend?
0: <laughs> no,
1: you I... didn't see that. No. Oh, it was. Uh, they had academic standouts above the standard, and Marcus Major. How about that? Was one of the four guys mentioned with human relations, along with Javante Barnes, Marcus Alexander, and Trey Morrison.
0: Well, there you go. But and and to finish off. Your, your final guy that you, you factor in is the freshman. So, going off of all of that, that's why I say that I would understand if someone said that I'm too optimistic about running backs because I agree, the, the data on the guys coming back is not great. Sure,
1: but if we're just going to go off data... If that's going to be your reasoning, as you're (laughs) laughing at the text line again, no, I'm
0: laughing at you.
1: Well, what position could we just say? Well, based on the data, this is going to be good. Quarterback, is that it? Yes. Is that the only position we could look at? Look at based on data, and say, yeah, it's going to be really
0: awesome. Quarterback and punter. (laughs) Yes. Mm. Um, I don't know. Mm. I I think tied in, and I, I don't know. I necessarily that the data looks good on tight end but I feel good about tight end more so about the guys the ability the different things that they offer there and I think there's some really good depth Um, you know backer I think you've got a pretty decent mix of experience and ability Um, but like everywhere else you know The data is kind of a problem in the areas that I said are an area of focus. Secondary, defensive line, and offensive line. I mean, wide receiver, I don't know what the data says, but I really don't care if the offensive line plays better, our quarterback is is locked in, running backs are locked in, wide receivers are going to be fine. So, I don't know. Am I missing anything?
1: No, that was I mean the only other one would be wide receiver. Mar uh Mims had a great freshman year. Drake Stoops has thrown up numbers before. I I mean there's there's yeah. some data in the wide receiver room.
0: Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number 1 next.
1: Good GMC dealers bringing you hour number one of The Rush on Monday. Tyler and Teddy, it is The Rush brought to you by Pacifico. Pacifico, let her remind you to live life. Anchors up. A lot of people have been chiming in on this on the text line. I'll get to it now. Apparently, Texas is doing something with uh, NIL. And they've launched this new database, I guess, is, is what it is. It says, pitch to payment in under 60 seconds. Excited to further enhance... Access to student athletes for NIL opportunities. So the thought is you go to this website, um, they have all these athletes listed, Teddy. Yeah. You pick an athlete, you can pitch something creative and memorable to DeMarvey and Overshone for $36. Or you can book a deal with DeMarvey and Overshone either for your personal enjoyment as a fan or for your business as well. It's almost like an online catalog for all of their athletes to to go and make deals with. Great. They think this is going to be a game changer, and I'm like, mm. I mean, I'm sure they'll get some money from it, like a game changer.
0: Well, it's a game changer as a way to quickly funnel easy, cheap money to your players. Sure. Which, uh, this is the perfect time to say... This all sucks, and I hate the way the NIL is currently structured. I hope it dies, but it won't. Well, it'd be uh,
1: obviously deserving of funneling money to players. Who wouldn't want to funnel money? to a team that was 5 and 7 last year and <laughs> lost to Kansas. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. They, those guys deserve your money. Let's give them some cash. They were awesome last year. Yeah, you
0: know, uh, the contract says the university back. Contract says you have to give me my money back if you guys aren't above 500 this season. Uh, it's funny. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number 2 is next. It's not gonna-